One of them is a licensed attorney. The other is an unlicensed welder. They go together like toothpaste and mayonnaise. But if you want to learn about the law and about welding in one podcast, this is, well, literally your only option. We checked. Welcome to Law and Solder. Welcome to another episode of Law and Solder. I don't know what number it is. We did one, and then I never got around to editing it because of things that we'll talk about today. But today is July 17th, 2021. I'm Chris Harris. Fuck being a lawyer. I'm about to stop doing that. My co-host is a drug addict who connects metal things to other metal things with fire. Currently living in California where they have an abundance of fire. Jamal, don't say gay, Boucher. Hey, buddy. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah, Man, we, are, uh, we are fully fucking engulfed over here on the West Coast. I saw a picture online that I think I sent to you that showed what the sun looks like in your part of the world. And it's like Mad Max. Oh, yeah. Shit, that's weird. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it, yeah like, it, looks like, it looks like the opening scene of Star Wars. Yeah, it really does, and and I can't believe. Yeah. I mean, I, I I really hesitate to even say this, but uh, I looked at your weather this morning. Look, we're old guys. This is what we do. We check out the weather, and when the yeah. weather involves just the the apocalypse, you know, it's more yeah. interesting to talk about the weather. And uh, you know, you're going to be triple digits again today, which which would be normal kind of here for mid July. Uh, Dude, yeah. it's been like low 80s and raining every other day. Yeah, it's like I live in fucking Hawaii this year. Uh, and I hate to really say that. But yeah, I turned on my sprinklers that's... one time so far. And everybody's grass just looks fucking amazing. Because I I really believe that some <laughs> things are shifting. <laughs> like, we don't get tornadoes yeah. anymore. And we used to get them when I was a kid. And I'm just wondering if, you know, Hawaii's climate is in really? the middle of Texas right now. Um, yeah, Tornado you Alley tornadoes? Yeah, it shifted all oh, the way. Wow. It's shifted to the east. So, like, Nashville got hit with a couple in the last year. And that was really rare before. But now we don't, you know. I'm not saying there was one gonna... here just south of us, like, two years ago. I mean, it wasn't a huge one, but I'm not sure that that's a normal thing. Well, when I was growing up, we had, you know, 10 a month, you know, uh, at least in Texas, yeah, I, at least. Yeah. Um, so, my wife. I just told... don't associate tornadoes with Texas. I don't know why. Really? Well, it's funny. I, know. I, I, I know was talking. Well, I was talking to a guy in Australia many years ago, and it was after the David Koresh thing happened. And I, you know, I made some like I'm from Waco, but you know, I'm not a religious freak or something. And he goes, you know, it's funny. He goes, uh, he was about 20 years older than me. He said, when I think of Waco, and this guy was from Australia. He goes, when I think of Waco, he goes, I think about that devastating tornado. That happened. It was before wow. I was born, but it was in the fifties, and it leveled the town, and we never recovered. I mean, like Waco wow. had the tallest building in Texas um, before this tornado happened. We still have the building; it didn't get knocked over for some reason, but uh, but it just never. You know, it's still the tallest building in Waco. It is no longer the tallest building in Texas. Uh, but the way that um, the way that you're laid out is. Okay, so for instance, I don't know. Have you ever been to Portland, Oregon? Yeah, at all. Yeah, 
You have okay. Yeah. Uh, in a plane or in a car? Or how'd you? How were you? No, I flew. Okay, so when you drive to Portland, you get within about I don't know a hundred miles, and although you're not in Portland proper, you're in Gresham or Tualatin or Beaverton or, or hundreds of other little towns. Uh, that are only separated by a sign saying you're now leaving this town. Now you're in this, you know, there's no actual break in between any of these towns. So to me, the Portland area is fucking enormous. It's like the the biggest metropolitan area. Yes. Like the Eastern. So in, okay. So, and I'm only saying that so that I can ask you this question. So when I came there and we were in your town at, at any point, did you take me through Waco proper? Like, I don't, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, well, are you, are you a part of Waco in, in no. your town that's just like an outskirt or a completely separate no, no, it, town? It, it, uh, I live in a little hamlet called Hewitt. And if Waco was big enough to have suburbs, I guess this would be one, but it's its own okay. little municipality. But I work in Waco and it's 12 minutes from my house. Uh, so, right. uh, y- you know, but it, you have it, to get like on a highway and drive there or, yeah, whatever, or but, however you get there. Yeah. I 30, I 35. Uh, but, but there's continuous business all the way. It's like, you wouldn't see a break. You wouldn't notice anything. Okay. Yeah. yeah so then that's how it, okay, and, and yeah, frankly, that's exactly... it's almost that way all the same, all the way to San Antonio, not quite yet, but between Dallas and Waco, there are some large open areas and between Waco and Austin, there are some open areas, but between Austin and San Antonio, man, it's just the same thing. All right. I gotta, I gotta quit talking about oh, boring old guy shit. My wife told me to let you make more jokes, and I'm trying to figure out because you were oh, okay. funny as fuck. But you got to have something to work with, and so yeah. um, I'm going to turn it over to you and just you know let you talk for the rest of the time. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> Wait a minute, I didn't prepare a fucking monologue. Well, why not? What? Uh, um. So, do you want to? <laughs> do you want to break easy, right? down the? The whatever the fuck is wrong with you. Yeah, um, sure. Uh, in your current form that is like, it's really disconcerting to look at from the outside because, yeah, I don't I don't really well, know I, what's going on. I'm assuming that you're probably going to prison or so. I, I don't know. It yeah, feels no. like something big's coming. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you a few things that have been going on. Now, first of all, you know, we did that last episode. I immediately. Uh, I don't fucking remember. Well, it probably wasn't that great because I was starting to okay. go on a downhill slide anyway. Had I played the show the last time that we did this, the Fives of Crowd show, or not? Mm, no, I was I talking I about it? I mean, I talked to you. Yeah, but was I don't I, know, remember if that was just through text or on this. I, I don't remember. Okay. It's well, been a minute. Well, okay. So what happened was, uh, what happened was, uh, you know, we... we, we <laughs> As a band, you know, many months ago, I decided that this would be a bucket list item for me. I really wanted to play a show sober, okay? But it's a cover band from 30 years ago. So who the fuck is going to buy tickets to this thing was kind of my thought. There was some interest, like, on a yeah. Facebook group, right? But but you don't really know. That would be – that's everybody's thought. Yeah. Okay, r- go ahead. Right. So, uh, so, so I, I write these guys uh, that were in the band, and some of them I haven't talked to literally in 30 years. And, and – uh, and I was like, look, here's the idea. If you guys want to do this, I know it's going to be a heavy lift for the guys from Nashville, but, um, 
you know, if you want to do it, I'm, I'm down. And they were like, yeah, man, as long as we don't lose too much money, if we could cover expenses for gas, that'd be cool. And I'm like, all right. And Dave, who I'm going to refer to as asshole Dave for the remainder of this project. Uh, Big fan. Yeah. Uh, Dave's a great singer, songwriter. He's kind of a one-hit wonder in Nashville. And uh, anyway, he... I, I always had problems with Dave. He's the one who I literally got in a fist fight with on stage. That's asshole Dave. Okay. But I thought 30 years wait, ago. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah. Were you in Oasis? <laughs> That's funny. That no. actually is funny. <laughs> okay. He is not my brother, but, but we are, our birthdays uh, okay. are, our birthdays are three days apart in the same year. Okay. So, uh, that doesn't mean anything by the way, but yeah, go yeah, ahead. Yeah. yeah. No, what I mean is, uh, we're close <laughs> in age. So it wasn't like I was beating okay. up a little kid. <laughs> Okay. Right, right, right. Um, anyway, uh, always had problems with Dave, and bands break up for a reason. I knew all that. But again, you're my friend. You knew that I wanted to do this because I wanted to do a gig sober. And I also know that that was the best yeah. band I was ever in, and I really just wanted to recapture some of that. I want to stop you right there. Yeah. I want to stop you right there because you keep saying this, and I don't think you understand what you're saying. You keep saying, I wanted to play a show sober. Yeah. You've played many shows sober. I wanted you to wanted play to play a, a, a show sober with these dudes. That's right. That's exactly right. Okay. So, uh, okay, I just want to make sure that everybody understands. All right, so everybody, <laughs> fuck is hearing this? Uh, well, let, maybe, maybe let my, me have this, man. Yeah, Jesus. maybe my kids in thirty years, maybe. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to monopolize it, but I have to because so much has happened since I last talked to you. Yeah, uh, that's fairly positive. I'm, I'm here for it. Um, so, uh, so at the time when we set this thing up, I went ahead and booked a like an Airbnb, a house, a lake house. Did I do this on my own accord? No. Asshole Dave goes, hey, man, why don't we rent a house for a couple of days so that we can rehearse before the show? We can hang out and party. Okay, that's a reasonable idea. So I'm thinking there are five guys in the band. Everybody has to travel. So if we're going to do hotel rooms, that's, you know, at least, I mean, 100 bucks a night a piece, right? So, you know, 500 bucks a night if we're going to come in and rehearse anywhere. So we might as well get a house where we can practice. Yeah. So I found a place. It was right on the lake. It had, it had room for it. It didn't have super close neighbors, uh, although the ones that it had ended up coming over and partying. So it was it ended up being great. Uh, but I, this is, uh, you know, this is back in December. And I and they and I said, OK, well, I'll go ahead and book that. Now, it was it was like twenty five hundred dollars I put on my credit card with no real expectation that I was going to get that money back. And the reason I wait, did, is that just a deposit or is that no, the cost? The whole thing. So, um, well, OK, yeah. And, and I did it for it was like. Thursday night, Friday night, Saturday night, and Sunday night because the show was Sunday night, and I thought nobody's going to want to get up super early the next morning and yeah. leave. So if they wanted some more time, whatever. Anyway, point is, it wasn't my idea, and asshole Dave offered to pay for it, but I've known this. I know how he was a long time ago, and he's just a financial fucking train wreck. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to be a good guy. I'll go ahead and put that risk on me. Um, so I did, and and I I you know. Everybody agreed, yay, if we can just not lose money. Uh, so, <laughs> so the show. So starting out, you have lost money. <laughs> I'm, I'm way behind, dude. And I bought 250 I bought $250 worth of food, and I kind of blew off at work a week. I mean, a week of work. Yeah. So, so uh, you're down three grand, and we're two days out. Continue. <laughs> and two days out, we had sold um, like 350 tickets. So I knew at that point, okay, I'm good because they were 25 bucks a piece. So we were, okay, we were, we were in the black, okay. 
And so I'm like, yay. And then I really did a push while we were practicing. I would like do little videos and stuff to, you know, get people excited. We sold another 200 tickets. We sold 550 tickets to this thing for this What's cover What's the capacity band. of the of the room 900 of the i mean uh, if you just okay. crammed everybody in there and used yeah, the yeah. top but but the point is like if a like if a real good band was in there right exactly somebody not not that you guys right yeah yeah if somebody yeah, yeah. heard of right uh yeah but it's the, so it's, that's that's admirable then oh it was a huge success because uh it, it's also or a huge of, success it's also that yeah i agree <laughs> right i don't know how admirable it is a bunch of drunks got together <laughs> To relive their youth, okay, and uh, it, it, you know, uh, and the, I got the alumni. So I'm telling you more than you need to know because I think you need to know all of it. All throughout this process, I, I negotiated a deal with the club owner. Now the club owner he books regional acts, people you haven't heard of, but that are a big deal around here. Country artists like Mike Ryan or Wade Bowen or anyway, they're all really good, and they will they will sell. Usually the same amount, you know, 400 tickets is a pretty good night for this big, huge dance yeah. hall. And if you get 150 people in there from the stage because of the lights, it looks full if they're up front, right? So we yeah. had 550 screaming drunk people in there, and it was an absolutely <laughs> fantastic night. In fact, one of the guys, uh, Greg Butel, he was a guy I always looked up to. He was just older and cooler and my God, he looks even better now than he did then. I'm a little bit jealous of this guy. Um, yeah, fuck him. Yeah, anyways. No, he's awesome. I really like the dude. I'm glad I reconnected with him. You know, the bass player hadn't played in 15 years, but he actually bought a bass, and he was fucking phenomenal. Asshole Dave, always a great singer, always, you know, a great musician. I mean, really is. And the drummer is just as solid. I was always the weak link in this band, okay? But because I lost 125 pounds... Uh, I, I at least kind of looked the part, you know what I mean? And I was dressed to the nines yeah. and it was a, it was just fucking fun to be a rock star and everybody loved it. And, and yeah. in, in two days we put together a, a huge set list and it was all really good. Okay. I threw my voice out. So I was a weak link, but that was normal. I didn't really care about, you know, that aspect of it. I yeah. just wanted to do it, you know? So anyway, uh, the only problem was we sold too many tickets because here's what happened. Uh, the, that is a shitty problem. Well, uh, you know, people started doing math on their phones, right? And figuring out when I told them how many tickets had been sold. But they forgot certain things like, well, we do have to pay for the sound guy, you know, and he was 800 And just the sales tax on the tickets was almost a grand because we sold a lot. Oh. You know, we ended up like, yeah. I don't know, it was like twelve or $13,000. Um, and, you know, the VRBO... Look, if we made enough money, I'm getting that paid back. Everybody enjoyed it. Yeah. Everybody partied for, yeah. you know, and more importantly, it wasn't even my fucking idea. Okay? Yeah. So I'm going to, I wish I'd done it before. But let I, the show pay for it. That's exactly huh? what. Well, yeah. Happen. You let yeah. the show and, pay for it. Yeah. And two days out when we had sold, you know, 350 <laughs> tickets, I told everybody, man, look, I'm going to be able to do better than I thought. I think we can give the Nashville guys 800 apiece, and then you know me oh, and, and Clinton and Greg can have 500, and that covers all the food. It covers you know I, I mean everything that's free and clear, and um, yeah, it pays for the weekend. Yeah, everybody was like, great. Well, it turned out that by the time asshole uh, fucking Dave. No, yeah. Well, okay. I, I'm I'm stalling a little bit because I'm going to read the text because it's worth. <laughs> fucking reading oh, fuck okay yes so uh, receipts uh, yeah so uh, again 
this is a kind of a two-part story. Uh, oh, man, I hope I can find it. I might have gotten so mad I deleted all that shit. <laughs> you don't think I did, do you? Okay, so... I, I can't imagine you did. You're a uh, lawyer. Okay, bottom line is, is we got uh, two days out and everybody was cool with 800 Because I wanted to pay the Nashville guys more, y- you know. Because of their travel. Yeah, and and thanks for doing it, you know. Um, so... <laughs> Uh, everybody's cool with that. Well, then they pulled out their calculators and, and, and it took the, it took the club owner like a week to, to send me a wire for the money. And keep in mind, Dave's the kind of guy who goes, Oh, I don't need the money. It's not important to me. This is about, you know, this and this. (laughs) All right. Before I get there, let me tell you about the sound check and the the practices. Okay. It's funny how people don't really change. All right. Because we're we're doing we're we're practicing stuff, and Dave would like correct me, not in a musical sense, more like I'm five years old, which is something he used to do <laughs> when I was in my twenties and drunk. And now I'm fifty one, and I've been a lawyer for a long fucking time, and I got a bit of an ego and fuck off. But I don't want to ruin the evening. So he's here- correcting like your literal existence. Well, here's a, perfect, a here's a perfect example. Okay. And this was done in front of my family. We're doing a sound check, and we had discussed <laughs> on this one particular song. We had discussed uh, how I would drop out, and he would play this one little acoustic part. Cool. I got a pretty decent musical memory, right? So we're doing this song for sound check, and and I dropped out, and there was no noise whatsoever. And I looked over, and I saw that Dave was putting on his guitar. And I'm like, oh, okay, that's fine. So when that when that refrain came out, I'll tell you what it is. It's Jack and Diane. You know how it starts off with da 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 da. Do 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 do. It's like a little acoustic yeah. part. So I, the yeah. first time there was nothing there, right? And I see that he's putting on his guitar, and I, I, I okay. So we go through da 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 da. And I went ahead and played that little part just so that it wouldn't be completely dead, and so that we could keep time. And he goes, "Wait a minute! Wait a minute!" <laughs> I told you that's a part where everybody and my kids are looking at me like, what is this fucking maniac doing? Yeah. And Greg looked at me as if I was going to go break his nose. And I was like, dude, I'm a full grown man. So I just kind of just kind of nodded and smiled to myself and said, great, let's go through that again. Not you weren't ready. I'm not going to punch anybody. Yeah. So but that was an example because even my kids were like, oh, my God. Right. So, uh, but, and there were several instances throughout the practice, but the other guys were so cool. I didn't, I didn't really care. And I get to kayak and it was fucking cool. Um, anyway, we, we do the show and, and the show goes phenomenally well. And the thing that made me feel the best was Greg Butel came up after and he was a little bit drunk, but no way hammered. Okay. And you've seen some video from the show, right? I think you've seen some video from the show. So it's the tall blonde guy with that played lead guitar. And he's and it, it meant a lot to me. He goes, Chris. He goes, I've played three nights a week ever since 1993, since we were in this band. And he goes, that was maybe the best show I've ever played. And it floored me, dude, because he's really good yeah. and he plays with some great people and he, you know, like famous ish people. And then I'm like, come on, dude. You know, I'm kind of testing him a little bit. And he's like, no. He goes, definitely top three. And he's like, we have to do this again. And I was like, I would share a stage with you any day. So it was a positive moment. Now, my youngest son got so drunk that he literally was passed out in the parking lot. 
And the club owner who I knew 30 years ago was like, like father, like son, right? And so I'm trying to deal with this shit, and he's literally passed out in the parking lot. And now the cops are showing up, and I can't pick him up. He's like 170 pounds. That's called the Chris Harris special, isn't it? Yeah, we're just trying to put him in the vehicle, (laughs) which is another funny story. I'll go ahead and tell that story. So so we get him in the vehicle, and I'll drive like three blocks, and he goes, hey, pull over. And and I'm like, no, man, don't. He'll get out of the car, and then we got to get him off the ground again. My friend was like, no, pull over. So we did that three times. We get to the hotel. Now, the only person who knows what hotel room he's in is him, and he's passed smooth out, you know? And I've got to get back because i got to unload shit from the club. I, I, We barely kept him from getting arrested, and we're just trying yeah. to get him into the hotel room. Anyway, we're pulling around the corner. I'm like, oh, my God. It's one of those motels where, like, you enter from the outside of each room, you know, like oh, an actual yeah. motel. And I'm like, please, yeah, God, yeah. don't be on the second floor. Please don't be on the second floor. And I'm like, Shay, I have no idea what room they're even in. And I know my wife's not answering her phone. Uh, and then from the back, <laughs> as if Lazarus <laughs> rises up, I hear 204. <laughs> and he was right. That was the room. But we had to carry him upstairs. Anyway, I get back to the club and we break down. Dave, of course, leaves all of his shit there. And he'll just come get it tomorrow. And anyway, so... So, uh, I'm still looking for this text message because you in particular may go, yeah, that's good. Y- you know, uh, oh, there was a whole other incident that involved a van being turned over. Uh, but we don't have enough time for all the fucking stories. Um, so, uh, so I sent them a breakdown of the show, uh, because I was Venmoing them money and I was able to give them everybody 1300 bucks a piece. I just went ahead nice. since I took all the... And, and, you know, I bought $900 worth of T-shirts and koozies. And then when, oh. we, when, we, when we sold those, uh, the profit, I even split that with the guys, you know, because yeah. why not, right? Yeah. Uh, and uh, it's, it's almost there. The, there were so many text messages after that it is just taking a while to, to uh, load. You don't um, to, I'm good. What's that? I said, I'm good. You don't it's Go ahead. Okay, so after the payment of the Vervo and the taxes and expenses and, and everything, we ended up with like, God, I wish my dog would stop fucking barking. That is really, really, really annoying. All right, so here's a breakdown. You know, the wire that I got from the club was for 9384 bucks. Plus, I got the, the Alumni Association to actually pay us $500 towards, you know, because it was like a membership drive for them. Yeah, uh, and we made I don't know three hundred bucks in merch profit that I split with them. So the net revenue was a little over ten grand, um, and and we donated a thousand dollars back to the uh, alumni association because that was the deal. It's like some of the proceeds are going to go to the general scholarship fund, and that's how I promoted it. So we netted six thousand seven hundred and thirty-seven dollars and twenty-eight cents, which came out to about thirteen hundred and fifty dollars each. Keep in mind, everybody was cool, right, before. Uh, and I said, I also have a few T-shirts left and some koozies. I'll send them to you. Loved it. You it know? feels like you're building up to something, but I, I'm i fucking, yes, let's hear it. Go. Here's the text I got <laughs> to, to everybody in the band. A 50% margin on a show is about 30% off, boys. My company does shows all over the country, and this would be completely unacceptable. 
I had a good time, and it was good to see everyone, but I can't do another gig at that rate. Not that anybody fucking asked you, by the way, asshole. This is a one-off. Yeah. Uh, everybody ate food, paid for gas, and took time off to do this. When we do gigs at my company, he has no company, by the way, but I'll, <laughs> I'll get to that. When we do and gigs, who the fuck says that? Oh, gigs God. at my company. That's not even a fucking Dude, when phrase we, that... When we do gigs at my company, everyone gets a per diem and is on their own after that. Every venue pays at least base rate for entertainment. By the way, I should go back. He wanted to guarantee $5,000 payment from the club at the very beginning, and I was like, yeah, Kev's not going to do that. We have no idea. Uh, and I made more money because I promoted it because I got the Alumni Association involved. All, but I'm just going to read... Everybody ate food, paid for gas, and took time off to do this. When we do gigs at my company, everyone gets a per diem and is on their own after that. Every venue pays at least base rate for entertainment, and all expenditures are discussed in detail and approved. That's the only way it works. Don't mean to be a Debbie Downer, but if it wasn't for seeing y'all, I never would have accepted these terms. Peace, Dave. Oh, he seems fucking lovely. Dude, so I did have That's, a very short Wow. Res- I had a very short response. It was like everybody told me they just needed to not lose money. I won't do another one. <laughs> you know? And then all these guys came in and trying to patch things up. But the bottom line is, uh uh the this is all building up to something else. Because we sounded so good during practice, Dave, asshole Dave is opening a restaurant in Nashville, and it's called Tamale Joe's. And uh, good luck, he's never run a restaurant. And he's got private capital doing it, I know, because he's always a financial fucking disaster. And I know he was spending their money to come out to Nacogdoches. I just know the dude. That's why I paid for the Verbo, okay? Uh, And I wouldn't let him manage a fucking poker game, much less something where actual money is involved, you know? So uh, I'm just curious, not to interrupt, but... I'm just out of curiosity. Yeah. Uh, who else in this band of merry men did any uh, promoting or no. pre-purchasing of any sort yeah, of anything? N- nobody. Everybody else just showed up, correct? Correct. Yeah, that's exactly okay. right. N- none of them. And, and look, I the reason it made sense is because none of those fuckers graduated from Stephen F. Austin. I actually did. I'm the only person out of oh. five that yeah. got a degree. So I have some connection with the Alumni Association and... And, uh, yeah. but I mean, the, the point was it wasn't really, I really, oh, and so as a result of that, you know what I did of my, me and Greg, uh, of my port thir- sugar in his gas tank. Nope. Of my $1,300, okay. I put $300 into Dave's cut and sent it to him. <laughs> and Greg took $300 of his cut and sent it to John, <laughs> the drummer. Uh. So the, and the drummer's cool. The drummer got a check and he was like. Because he doesn't do Venmo or anything. Oh. And he goes, I thought it was only 1300 And I, was, I didn't even respond. I was just because he talks to Dave a lot. They're both in Nashville. And yeah. I just was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It should have been if the universe was a righteous place. Well, as a result of how the practices were going, Dave was like, I forgot to give you, I forgot to give you your cut of all the money I spent to make these t-shirts. Damn. Sorry. And my wife fucking worked the merch table. I mean, this was not a vacation for us. It was fucking work, dude. But, uh, but anyway, uh, he had asked because Dave is just this guy. He has to be a big deal. Okay. And, uh, he's just, he's, that's just how he is. Okay. And he's a control freak and I, he's completely unhappy i can tell uh and so it, i mean i was mad for a day 
But he had asked if we, if he paid for it, could we all come to Nashville and play the grand opening of this restaurant? <laughs> now that had already been asked before he sent that fucking oh. ridiculous word salad. Uh, yeah. And and so I guess you know after he got paid and everything and and didn't hear anything from me for a while, he goes, "All right, I'm getting ready to book plane tickets. Y'all want to come out?" Well. I've already bought tickets mm. to go see fish in Arkansas in, in on the 28th of this month. And so I was like, look, I got to be in Arkansas on the 28th. Uh, so I can't fly direct from Texas. I, I I'll, I'll get myself to Arkansas, but it's going to have to go to Nashville and then back to Austin is the flight path. Cause that's more expensive than a round trip. So I let him know <clears throat> I'm happy to yeah. do it. Even though you fucked me, I'm happy to do it, but that's a consideration. I said, good news is I've got a house I can stay at in Nashville. So you, didn't need, you don't need to pay for my housing. And, uh, and I'll cover and my could you let me know what my per diem is going to be? Yeah, exactly. I was like, you don't need to cover my food or anything. And I wasn't being a dick. I mean, I was just like, this works out. Okay. So if you'll do that. So I book a one-way ticket to Bentonville, Arkansas, so that I can see fish. And then four days ago, Dave sends me and the bass player... <laughs> Another fucking text that basically says, sorry, guys, have to go in a different direction. I need a I need a band for the entire day. That that was it. It was his way of canceling. Yeah. And I know what it was. He started looking at the numbers when you're trying to open a restaurant. It's expensive and it's other people's money, frankly. And he put something like six hundred thousand thousand dollars of other people's money into the sound system in this room i was really looking forward to playing that but what yeah he fucking canceled didn't say i mean jamal how do you do that if that was you and you had uh, people have made plans and shit how do you do it how do you do it yeah i'm asking you how would you do it i think i would just try to be straightforward i fucked up yeah (laughs) let's start there yeah i Right, completely misjudged whatever this was going to cost or all of the fucking accoutrement. Which is and, why, which is why you and I are friends. Okay, yeah, uh, I'm super sorry, you guys. I and and know, sorry. I'm super sorry. And if this has cost you any extra money, please yeah. let me know because it did cost me hundreds extra to rebook that flight because we're too close to the date now for it to be a cheap flight. Right? N- n- nothing like that. Just nothing, you know? And I let this motherfucker live in my head after that first text and this for like a full day each time. And I'm I'm like, why? Well, the other part I didn't tell you is that right after we played that show, dude, I'm going to have to edit this out, but that dog will not show. What's up. the matter? Well, do you hear the dog oh, I, or not? I've got a noise gate on. Oh, I guess. Maybe a little bit. I, no, I hadn't noticed it enough to... Okay, It good, didn't good. bother me. Okay, so... um. So I got leveled uh, with uh, trigeminal autonomic cephalalgia, which is the the you know the medical name for cluster headaches. Um, yeah, and and it was about of three, course I know that yeah yeah it was about three days after the show, and and I went I went down and I went down for damn near a month. Um, I mean I'm just this week kind of coming out of it. It was a bad episode. I haven't had one like that in. 10 years and the last time I had one like that uh, we won't get into it here but bad things happened to me out of desperation 
and illness, yeah. you know? So, um, so in addition to just being in the most physical pain I've been in, in a very, very long time, you know, I, I, I have a law practice and you can't just disappear for a month, you know? And, yeah. and, uh, I've got a support system around to help, but a lot of things kind of fell apart because I got confident and I was doing too much litigation. <laughs> And, uh, Listen, if you've learned anything from Dave, all you would have had to do is send a text message to some of your clients with just my bad. That's it. <laughs> no, my he, bad. No, he didn't even do that. Keep in mind. I would Check just say, back later. Yeah. <laughs> BBL. I, no, if I was Dave, I, I would send a text message that said, uh, situation has changed. Uh, your case yeah. is terrible. Yep. <laughs> You're on your own. Yeah. Would, that, that's it. Because apparently that, yeah, uh, that's how you treat people. Um, I don't want to super psychoanalyze the dude, but what I'm saying is at a time when I'm kind of financially stressed and I'm physically just racked, he sends that. Now, honestly, it was a relief because I wasn't sure whether or not I was going to be okay to do that trip anyway, and flying's always an issue for me. So the only reason I was doing it, honestly, was because I had committed to do it. I told him I would. It was a pain in the ass for me to do. All right, so we'll just we'll just do that. But um, but well, at, when you say flying, what do you mean flying? Why is flying a hassle for you? It has is to it do with pressure, drugs, and your yeah, anus? Drugs. oh yeah, drugs. Okay, I just thought you meant after all these years, keistering all those drugs. Yeah, but was just getting old. I'm no. sure that it is old, but well, it's easier now. Maybe you're into I, hey, the sphincter's yeah. bigger now. It's looser, so Fuck I can yeah. put more drugs in there. You know, uh, and they they don't fall out usually. I love it. You're a silver linings guy. I fucking love it. That's right. So, um, so as a result of this, uh, being down, that's why I was incommunicado for a long time. I was very, very ill. Uh, and, and I know why people who have these headaches kill themselves. Uh, it is not because of the pain exclusively. You get used to that. It's because everything else falls apart. And if I didn't have the support no. system around me and family and stuff, uh, dude, I'm the exact Does same all age. this peripheral bullshit going on, you know, in the midst of your health crisis, does that affect it or no? It no, doesn't. Because I have no idea. It, I, I, look, okay. it, it is so all-consuming. How much do you worry about yeah. your taxes when somebody's standing right. on your toe? You know? That's what I – yeah, I just didn't know to what extent it, no, it exacerbates but, what you're already going through. Well, what it does is is I get super fucking scared and depressed and anxious and all of that normal stuff because I'm like, everything is kind of falling apart and I don't know when I'm coming back. And by the way, if you've never had constant excruciating pain in your head right. for, for, you know, it's like an hour and then I get eight minutes off and then an hour and then I get eight minutes off and I don't sleep. Well, and, and in, the, in the interest of keeping everybody, you know, on the same page, um, I guess, do you want to say, I mean, are people aware that you have full-blown AIDS or are you, <laughs> is that, is that out there? Well, they are now. Or I guess it is now. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Anyway. Um, but uh, out of this misery, uh, kind of some, some good things happened. Um, when I talk about my support system, you know, I've got some clients that I've had for 15 years and they get it. And they know who to communicate with when I'm when I'm really down, 
and they've done their best to to lift me up, you know, and I've done the same for them. Sure. Right. I mean, it's just how friendship works when it's when you're not asshole Dave. Uh, Damn. And <laughs> I truly am over that, believe it or not. I was just trying to get myself in the mindset of where I was. I feel bad for that dude. <laughs> he's had like 27 divorces. I don't think his kids talk to him. Uh, if you're in Nashville and you're 50, you're so fucking, the only thing you can do is open a restaurant because you are yeah. no longer accepted in the business if you're not already uber famous, right? So yeah. those are all things I'm glad I, I don't have, and I understand why he acts like, you know, he's a bigger deal and has more money and all. I, I get it, and, and I'm just glad I'm not him, and I don't hate the dude, you know, but I will never, ever, 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 ever talk to him again. So next um while while i'm while i'm down uh one of my partners i've been we've been working on this thing for a long time and the the upshot that i can share with you is uh and you haven't heard this but as of yesterday afternoon <laughs> i got a capital commitment of two million dollars to start our our cannabis uh farm in oklahoma uh, Whoa. This allows me to get paid. It's not a huge uh, payment per month, but they're going to pay me about $6,000 a month to sort of be. Yeah, that's pretty. That's kind of pretty big, buddy. I mean, I don't know what your life is like, but. Yeah. Well, to be operations manager, okay, from Waco, and they're paying my partner $6,000 yeah. $6, a month. They're, they've committed yeah. to pay $1.2 million for the facility um, that I found and worked a deal with the owners in their they're fantastic and and it's already an existing operation that's just been shut down temporarily and and to yeah. buy all of the processing equipment that we need in order to make extracts okay and to build a couple of additional buildings so that we can in addition to the hundred pounds of flour that we're going to grow every month is how it it operates <laughs> uh yeah. we're also going to turn into we're going to turn it into a like a drying and curing facility for surrounding farmers um oh yeah process their stuff i mean my my business the way that i sold it there but it was like let's sell pickaxes to gold miners you know that's the model and uh yeah. and and these guys they're former walmart executives and they're real good at taking companies raising money and then going public and they gave me a shit ton of stock for putting the deal together because i wouldn't introduce anybody to anybody and because I'm a lawyer, yeah. they think I know more about like how to do licenses and stuff. But bottom line is that that's a super fucking positive thing because it allows me a little bit of, you know, like if I can't work for a month, it's not sure. like shit's going to get repossessed if I have some income yeah. coming in. Right. Um, yeah. And uh, that's fucking that's amazing. It's it's exciting, dude. I, I am happy about that. And 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 another thing. Another client of mine who I've been talking to about opening a dispensary in a particular area around here to sell Delta 8, he's already got it 75% built. My my uh, my paralegal has got the, uh, the licensing in order. And so uh, I'm getting ready to have my own uh, facility. Now, since nobody listens to this, I, I, I feel a little bit more comfortable <laughs> saying this. Uh, yeah, things that came back to haunt you. 20 years from now when you're famous. Hey, man, let's go look up his old podcast. Yeah. <laughs> you know? uh, yeah. Turns out he fucked his partners. No, I'm not. But I've, des <laughs> I've decided what I'm going to do is I'm uh, I'm reserving whatever name we're using for this huge branded thing in Oklahoma. 
I, I'm going to use it first here in Texas for my dispensary. So, they, <laughs> so that if Texas ever gets legal, they have to buy me. <laughs> um, it, it, you already it, registered the web domain? Yep. Yep. So uh, <laughs> res, 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 reserve the name, all that shit. Uh, so um, so the, the, the people who are selling it and are going to help us run it, these are great guys. The, the guys from New York who are raising the money, they're, you know, they're snakes. So I just need to make sure I need to make absolutely certain that I don't put one penny of my money into it, that I get as much yeah. stock as possible and that I, you know, that I trust the people that are running it. So this is how I, I'm going this story, this super long story it, it, for a reason. I've told you on numerous okay. occasions, my biggest, my biggest talent was always bringing people together and then tricking them basically into letting me play music with them. <laughs> And at some point, everybody looks up and goes, what is that guy's purpose? You know, well, yeah. the purpose is because like that show wouldn't have happened without me. Never again. Would yeah. we have, And it was a fantastic success. Right. And that's exactly how I look at this. What these guys want to do, buddy, is they actually they they will take this. All they said, all we need is for a facility to produce some product. And then we have one small dispensary there in Oklahoma. We will fly Snoop Dogg out. And he will do all the social media stuff. And we're going to get a bunch of investment. And as soon as it goes public, they said, it'll be worse than all the cannabis stocks are doing well. And uh, and I'm like, okay. And they know how to do it. I've seen them do it in the oil and gas industry. I've seen them do it in the entertainment industry. I, they know what they're doing. Okay. So just because they're assholes doesn't mean I can't work yeah. with them. Unlike asshole Dave, who I'll never work with again. Uh, I, I, You'd be surprised how many super successful people are huge fucking assholes. Well, Seems sociopath. to kind of go hand in hand. Yeah, they're yes. sociopaths. If you don't worry about it, yep. so uh, so I'm not you know too concerned about fucking these guys over. I think they view it as admirable. Yeah. By the way, you may hear a huge crash here in a minute. Uh, my boom stand <laughs> that I'm using <laughs> is is comprised of uh, just spare parts. And I don't have yeah. the thing that most 50 year old guys have. You know that bucket that's got all the different like nuts and bolts and stuff. Oh in yeah. It. Um, I, I don't have it. Mine has been stolen from me by my children over the years. And so it really may all come crashing down. Do you have that thing? Just all if, acorns and fucking rubber bands holding that son of a bitch together. Yeah, well, nothing gravity right now. And it's looking oh, to, if I, I, if I touch the microphone, it's, it's, it's going to be loud. Uh, so I'll yeah. try to warn you, but it probably won't happen. Okay. Um, <laughs> All right, so opening up a cannabis dispensary. Now, I don't think this thing will make a lot of money, but through my connections with dispensary owners in uh, Oklahoma, I got a direct line to really cheap Delta 8, and they're super excited about working with me also in Oklahoma. And so that's another set of connections. And I'm like, my currency right now is just the fact that I, I uh, you know, I'm kind of the weed lawyer, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I never yeah. thought, you know, I... I I am not a criminal defense attorney, so doing those songs, it helped Will's practice, but it never really helped mine. But yeah. it's the only reason I'm involved in this business right now. Um, I was going to say, you you could have a fucking Weed Lawyer album at this point, I, I think. Well, we actually have it recorded. Uh, and there you Will, go. Will has to sing just a few more songs, and then we'll finally get that done. COVID kind of shut it down. It's pretty good, actually. My son, <laughs> my son did most of the the production of it, and he did a, all the music. And and uh, anyway, uh, that's awesome. Well, I, I'm trying to. When I come out of these things, it's important for me to just. 
focus on the, oh, and by the way, in there, my father-in-law had heart surgery and his brother died. And so I had to travel to Abilene when I was crippled. Uh, it, 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 it just, uh, we, we joke in my family about July. My mother died in July. My father died in July. All my grandparents died in July. It is typically a very, very rough month, just coincidentally around us. And so this July was the worst I've had. I don't know if that's a coincidence, buddy. That seems kind of curse-like for all of that shit to happen in one month. Holy fuck. Yeah, but you start, uh, when you start looking at stuff, you know, really, it's like you can make a pattern exist that doesn't. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's a legit pattern. My poor sister, my, my mother's funeral was on her birthday. I'm like, somebody didn't think that oh, through. Somebody fuck. did not fucking think that through at all. And then she was like, what, 10, 11, Jeez. something like that? Yeah. Um, but anyway, uh, so I, I need to talk about law news because it's all related. All right. Oh, okay. The reason yeah. that okay. we're opening up a hemp dispensary is because they, um, I was positive before I went down that the legislature was going to outlaw hemp. Um, I saw it as an amendment to one of two bills that I'm going to talk about. The first bill is the Don't Eat Your Weed bill, which passed. (laughs) Our song changed the fucking (laughs) law. Yeah, now in Texas, if you are caught destroying evidence of a misdemeanor crime, it is no longer a felony to destroy the evidence. It's a class A misdemeanor. And the reason I know that we did it is because the judicial conference that was had about it had slideshows and two judges sent it to me. The slide right after the text of the bill was don't eat your weed. Dude, I will never have enough money to buy a fucking senator, but... That felt good. The second oh, one, that's a, that's the fantastic. second build. I don't know if you ever watched uh, uh, Pot Brownies, the the video where like stuff is getting handed. It's three of us singing. Anyway, oh, uh-uh. no, yeah. So just act like you have. So, uh, oh, I, I love that one. Yeah, yeah. The point is, is that in Texas, just a tiny gummy is a felony because it's an extract and it's not treated like marijuana. And they weigh. Oh, the you told product. me because they count yeah. all of it. Yeah, they count. Okay, the weight yeah, yeah, yeah. Of I remember. Yeah, so yeah, and that, the pan and the car that you drove. Yeah, right. So, um, uh, so uh, that bill also, as a result of that song, they changed the fucking law. But in that bill, wow. they tried to tack on an amendment that was going to make Delta Eight illegal. And I was like, oh well, shit, that's a mixed bag, right? Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know. But I guess the Delta Eight folks have more stroke in this in this state than I thought because it's turning into big business. So it got that part got pulled out. So I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be legal. Our legislature only meets once every two years. And I was like, oh, my God, it's going to be legal for the next two years. Let's go ahead and get up and running. Uh, and that's right when I went down. But the other guy, has, he's like, yeah, let's go ahead and open a dispensary. Hell, yeah. We don't expect it to make much money. It's more like having a footprint here in a brand. Yeah. And it's a full-time yeah. job for my son. He can, you know, smoke carts all day and you know, sell some and, uh, and, and he's good. At, That's beautiful. At, That's fucking beautiful, man. Well, and if he wants to go, if, <laughs> That's if every parent's to. dream, isn't it? I mean, I'm pretty sure you just fucking nailed it right there. Well, if he wants to go to Oklahoma and be involved in the, in the business in a serious manner, he certainly has that opportunity, you know, and that's, yeah. uh, I, I feel good about that. Uh, yes. y- you can't, 
you know, you can't make anybody do anything, but, uh, I, I wish that my parents and I, they, I think they would have, if they could have, but I, I wish they could have given some more opportunities like that. Cause I think it matters for your whole life. You know what I mean? Like, if are you, you just get a start? Yeah. Are you, are you legally considered a lobbyist at this point? <laughs> it's funny. I don't. That, is that based on, based on the size of my house? No. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no. Cool. Um, and uh, I, I think I showed you a picture that I was in the Texas Bar Journal uh, for building guitars. Uh, that article was done oh, a yeah, long yeah, yeah. time ago, but it came out while yeah. I was down. I, I kept four. Is Meredith six. She sounds horrible. That's the dog. I got four. Okay. I got four rich lawyers. <laughs> To custom order guitars from me you know what the what difference the fuck? is you know what the difference is between a parts caster and a boutique guitar about two thousand yeah. dollars in perception yeah. that's all it yes. is you know yeah so um so i i'm you know me i i don't i don't brag much because i don't get to right and this feels a little braggy but i just wanted to bring you up to speed on that no matter how dark it gets uh yeah you know uh, sometimes uh, things things work out. There's a whole other aspect that relates to trucking cases that I won't get into, but um, that also almost got killed by the legislature, but it didn't. And and I'm actually shifting my practice completely away from litigation. I feel like I have the freedom at this point to stop doing the thing that is killing me. And so that's a yeah. big deal. That's, that's a, a big, good, yeah. hairy deal to me. Now, Having said all that, I'm sure you have just as much news. Uh, and so I was hoping you could, you know, let us know what's been going on since the last time the law and solder uh, happened. Yeah, I've been sick for two weeks. That's that's pretty much it. So not a whole lot going on in my life. I uh, I haven't made any big uh, business deals or <laughs> any real important connections. Oh, it's really hot. <laughs> so, so so yeah. I mean, we're both we're both just fucking killing it right now. That's how. That's I mean, that's what I'm trying to say is we are fucking crushing this shit. <laughs> it's so rare that I get to do this, man. <clears throat> <laughs> it doesn't it doesn't need to be i uh i wonder if you have covid yeah did you get vaccinated? i probably do. doesn't matter yeah so it's a everybody mild. is now yeah it's a no not here no by god no 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 i mean i meant in my family gotcha um all four of us are well Tavis still has one more because he's 12 so they just okayed that not too long ago so I think he still has a second shot to go but he's already had his first one okay um yeah I don't know what I mean I dude my throat has been on fire for I mean a solid two weeks including today I mean it doesn't seem to be going away and I I sneeze a bunch but other than that that's kind of really it lawn solder does not condone the killing of household animals that are barking too much, but a slight break was taken to kill a dog. Good fucking grief, man. I hope <laughs> that you edit in the sound of like a dog just getting throttled, like by a mountain lion or something, just screeching for its life. That would be... Edit this, edit this part out. Yeah. <laughs>
Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and we're back. Oh, man, I love my dogs, but sometimes they are dogs. And we now have this, this uh, I don't know, uh, pit redoodle. I, I don't know what you would call it. It's, <laughs> no, it, it's, it's, a, it's actually a Labrador in a, in a pit bull. And so fast as fuck, agile, and jaws the size of your average speaker cabinet. Why yeah. do you have that dog? Because my son Michael an, felt very strongly, oh, it's, it's a new dog. He wanted a thing to take care of, and at the time, he was oh. not living at this house. Now, I knew, okay, I, I knew this dog would be our dog because that's just oh, yeah. the way it works. But you got to let somebody try to make their own mistakes, even if you inherit them. Uh, yeah. It's just easier, and it's turned out to be a kind of a positive thing because one of the reasons I stopped running is because I felt so guilty. My dog, who's got arthritis now, Jack. The little, would, that little dog? No, no. The, the, he's mostly Rottweiler, uh, the black dog. Oh. He, he, uh, he would just look at me like just so sad whenever I would start putting my headphones in and stuff that it literally <laughs> crushed my spirit and ability to go out the door. So I stopped running months ago. Well, I've got this dog now, and this dog needs to be run. So it's turned into kind yeah. of a positive thing. I've got a running buddy again. He's terrible. Does left, he... My left arm looks like fucking Popeye because, you know, to try and keep him, he's still young okay. and I'm still training him and he's That's what super I was say. Yeah. strong, super strong. So I have to kind of, when we're in the second mile, he kind of gets into a stride and he's not choking himself to death and I'm not killing my arm, but literally my shoulder is bigger on my left side because I have to hold this dog. Um, That's crazy. Yeah. And not and not very funny. I don't feel like I'm being entertaining. This is really just me trying to catch you up, you know. Oh yeah, no, that's yeah. I, like I said, it's you know you, you're never really entertaining. So I don't know why you would think that you would be now. But I know um, these work out. It's the best. okay. That's yeah. These work out the best when I just cut out ninety percent of what I say. Uh, you're and, the Abbott to my Costello. You're the. Um, you know, yeah. whatever, two other things that go together. <laughs> Peanut butter and mayonnaise, buddy. Um, <laughs> so uh, I'm going to ship you this surf green guitar. I got to tell you a little bit about it before I ship it. Okay. Uh, hey, before, let me yeah. stop you right there. Yeah. Um, I'm glad that, that uh, what you just explained to me was all that it is. Because yeah. I thought it was going to be like horrifying oh. fucking news. And... Um, oh, I didn't mean yeah, to give that so, impression. I know I get real vague and quiet and like things are yeah. bad. That's generally what it means. No, 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 man. We haven't had a felony in this house in weeks. Um, oh, okay. Good. Good, yeah. good, good. Yeah. Uh, uh, th no. And, and frankly, w we kind of pull together as a team whenever I go down. So the rest of the chaos seems to, I mean, I'm sure it still exists, but I'm kind of insulated from it. Um, and frankly, I so, think. So anyways. I'm, yeah. Okay. Ahead. So fuck you. Yeah. No, we got enough about your shit. Let's talk about that guitar. Go. <laughs> Let's talk about your guitar. So um, it's got a four-way switch on it. A Telecaster. It's only got two pickups. Okay. So you generally have three positions. You've got the bridge, which is just the bridge pickup, and then you've got the middle, which is a combination of the bridge and the neck, and then you've got the neck pickup. Well, this one has yeah. a fourth, and it's the bridge and the neck. But instead of them each being at 50%, they're both at 100%. So it basically sounds like an old Les Paul. 
Um, it's just a more gainy sound. Uh, it's really, really cool. It plays great, man. The one thing, the knock on this guitar is that the body is so light that it will neck dive on you. And the neck <laughs> is the neck is is thicker than your average neck, and I thought I would like it, and I don't love it, you know? But once you get used to it, like if that's the only guitar I play for a week, it feels normal. If I'm switching yeah. between guitars, it's, it's a bit awkward. So warning, yeah. but it is free. Uh, so there's that. Um, and I'm really, well, when I first, which is really, that's really, I mean, the main selling point, let's be honest. Let's, well, I had this thought a long time ago when I built it and sent you pictures of it and you seem to really like it. And so I knew that this was going to end up in your hands at some point. Um, and, and now have I told you how much I like your Audi? (laughs) I just want to get that out there. Okay, yeah. God, the no, continue. Shipping yeah. On, the shipping on that is going to be a nightmare. Um, <laughs> that guitar is going to go great with this new amp I got too. That's cool. Oh, that little it's orange, orange one. Amp. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's not your favorite, I know. You, you really didn't you get a one watt tube amp? Why don't you just love that yeah. thing? Does I do. It sound but, amazing. Uh, the twelve. The tw- I don't know. I don't ever get to touch it because the twelve-year-old has it and my guitar. So, no, the twelve-year-old. I don't. The twelve-year-old yeah. is going to get the orange amp and is going to get whatever yeah. guitar he currently has, yeah. right? That's, because you, yeah, ha- listen, it's my guitar. Listen, this Telecaster has pickups in it. I won't tell you what they are. I won't. I won't, <laughs> I won't try to scare you, but they definitely need to be played through a tube amp and i think you're gonna have to get new underwear uh because (laughs) that whole thing is about i don't wear underwear (laughs) of course you don't because you shat through all of it Uh, yes yeah Um, i'm so glad that you're uh that you're better (laughs) yeah well check me in two weeks because i have I have, yeah, I mean, I have like mini fucking memorial services in my head, you know, every couple months. Yeah, it's it's pretty fucking tiring, man. One thing I will never do is, uh, somebody asked me the other day how my my father died, and all I could come up with was, (laughs) it's it's more of a do-it-yourself thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Which turns out is a great way to explain a suicide. You know, How did I was you die? Like a, well, it was by design. Yeah, um, DIY. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm not ever going to be in that camp. I mean, you know, never say never, but I at least understand the collateral <laughs> damage. So uh, you don't have to worry yeah. about that. Um, I do <laughs> like the fact that you're leaving the door open, though. I mean, yeah, let's <laughs> absolutely. Well, you just you never know what's going to happen. Well, you crack me up. You know, because we talk about dark things sometimes, and yeah. and you cracked me up. I think it was via text message, and you were probably asking kind of that kind of thing. And I was like, "No, nah, man, I'm cool." And you're like, "So you don't like have the exact spot picked out on the interstate yet where you're going <laughs> to crash your car?" <laughs> yeah, um, unlike me, like I do. <laughs> yeah, I think I've finally broken my mental addiction to sugar and flour. That's been very liberating. So there's that. How about you? How you yeah, doing? I had a handful. I had a handful of sausage leeks for breakfast. Well, so that's, yeah, that's I think cool. we're kind of on the same. No sugar, no flour. You know, 
No, and or gluten. I think. I think I'm also right. gluten free. On well, if yeah. you cut if you cut out the flour, you're you're pretty much cutting out the gluten. Uh, funny I feel thing, good about it. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, um, I, I figured out it really is just like as long as I don't drink even one drink, I'm fine. I never think about it, and it's the same way yeah. with this. As long as I don't fuck up and have like one, you know, nutter butter. Not even one, even if it's the 4th of July. And the reason I mention that is because I, I was, <laughs> my bass player asked us if we would come out to his house on the 4th of July. It was actually 3rd of July and, and kind of do a band practice out by the lake. And, you know, his friends and family could come and sort of watch a rehearsal. And, and Tom is, man, I love this dude. He's a good, solid dude. Not solid. He's a good dude. I've never seen him not high ever. And I've known him for 15 years. <laughs> I even slept at his house once and I didn't get to see him not high because before he came out That's of his crazy. bedroom in the morning, I smelled smoke. Uh, so I've never seen him sober ever. I don't know what that would look like. He might be asshole Dave. I really don't know. Um, but, but he, he asked us to come out and we, we, you know, did this thing at his house and I had a reason for starting that story. Oh yeah. I'm going, I'm going by <laughs> like a table and it's got a tray of cookies on it. And, and I was like, man, it's a, it's a third of July. It's almost the fourth and I've been good and you know, all that stuff. And, and then I started to reach. And the only thing that kept me from doing that was the fact that much like vegans or, uh, I don't know, people who do, you know, cross training, they can't fucking shut up about it. And, and the thing that has helped me has yeah. been talking about it some, right. And the last thing I wanted yeah. to do is then just eat a big sugary doughy fucking snack because that's three bright lines that would be crossed all in one thing and i didn't and and five minutes later not even five minutes later um 30 seconds later it was out of my head and i hadn't thought about it again until right now so i know that if i had eaten it number one i would have thought about it number two i probably would have had another one Number three, the next day, I'm starting to have snacks. And number four, I did this once. <laughs> I did this one time since I've been on this program. It number took, five, it giving blowjobs out by the dumpster. Number <laughs> six. <laughs> it, took me less, it took me less than a month to gain 12 fucking pounds, dude. Holy cow. <laughs> and it was a wake-up call. And I was like, no, dude, you're, you're doing the same fucking thing. And that was months ago. That was around Christmas. And, uh, you know, I've, I've been stable since then. So I got to say, want you to, go ahead. To, to anybody listening, it seems really crazy hard, but it's only hard if, if you fuck it up. You know, like it, this isn't uh, yeah. if you're if you're an addict and I'm an addict, I can't do things in moderation. But anyway, it has yeah. been more liberating. So I've been asked to uh, participate in, in, a, in a podcast that this author does. Uh, and it's not because my story is entertaining or anything. It's just because there are very few men who do this. It is 99% postmenopausal women <laughs> with, with whom I'm a huge hit. <laughs> so, so, uh, anyway, uh, man, okay, so going, I want you to keep yeah. this, keep this in the back of your head just for future. Okay. So let's okay. just say some kind of crazy, circumstances in one way or another puts you back in connection with asshole Dave and asshole Dave at this point has a viable restaurant music venue that you would actually be interested in playing. 
what what you, you could do for the both of us because I live all of the exciting parts of my life through you is <laughs> on your yeah. on your rider, right? Yeah, which yeah, you right, will have, I'm, right? I'm gonna have one, right? Yeah. Okay. So I want you to have a rider, and in there, I want you to put something ridiculous like only the left-handed side of two hundred nutter butters. Okay? okay. Then when you fucking show up. And let's just say for the sake of argument that he actually does it and he's not a fucking douchebag asshole, but he actually gets you those. Then I want you to look him right in the fucking face and just throw him on the ground and start stomping on him. And then you fucking flip the bird and you're like, peace out, Girl Scout, and you're fucking done. (laughs) But that would be a fucking beautiful way to end that. And if you could have somebody videotape it, oh, fuck, dude, we could sell that to fucking network TV. Man, I keep thinking I'm evolving, but sometimes I get back to the lizard brain. I left out the the two parts of both. It's the same part in both text messages, and I will share that with you now. Each one of them, each one of them ended with "Love ya, mean it." <laughs> oh my god! Both the you're unprofessional. First of all, this isn't my fucking profession, asshole. And then, in the, and then in the second one, which is his profession, where he fucking unilaterally fires me for no reason other than the fact that he's a broke dick, says, love you, mean it. Now, the reason it's particularly disturbing from a, socio, from a sociopath standpoint is because the other guy, the bass player, Clint, the guy that didn't play for 15 years and worked his ass off and did a fantastic job, he was so looking forward to this Nashville trip, and that guy oh, was no. Dave's best fucking childhood friend. They grew up together, and I talked to him this morning. I talked to Clint this morning just because he was in Philadelphia, and I sent him a picture of a guitar that looks like his bass. And anyway, he uh, he no. called me because he was in the car, and, and I asked him, have you talked to your one-time best friend since he sent that text message? And he's like, no. love you mean it is one tiny fucking step literally above the shit emoji it's like it's like the postscript version of i don't mean to sound racist or all due respect or hope you don't take offense no no offense but yeah it doesn't clear anything up in but it but it was a good phone call for me to have because I'm like, if this motherfucker can figure out how not to be mad or hurt or whatever, you know, give me a break, yeah. Chris. You're a full-grown human. You know, get over it. So I really was over it, believe it or not, a couple of times. Yeah. Um, and we only uh, spent 45 minutes upwards of an hour talking about it, so it's pretty clear that you're over it. Was it at all interesting to you, though? To get, Absolutely, like, yes. Band dynamic? Yes. Here's the other crazy thing. Did you thing. not hear the fucking beautiful wrapped up in a giant red bow I just gave you with the fucking nutter butters? Came full came full fucking circle, dude. This is A material and you get it for free. <laughs> I'll trade you a guitar. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. I gotta get no. a bite to eat. Uh yeah, get the fuck off of here. It's been Hey Jamal. Hey, I love you. Mean it. Bye. <laughs>